You're listening to AIB Market Talk, bringing you financial market insights from AIB's experts. Hi, and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the latest releases of the AIB-sponsored Irish Manufacturing and Services PMIs. I'm John Herfinan from our Treasury Unit, and joining me on this podcast is our Chief Economist, Oliver Mangan. The Purchasing Managers Index is an indicator to provide the measure of the health of an industry. Any number over 50 is considered to be an expansionary mode. Anything below is an economy contracting. Good morning, Ollie. If I can start with the AIB Irish Manufacturing PMI data. The PMI moved into contraction territory in November, the headline index dropping below 50 to 48.7, having been confined to a narrow 51 to 52 range over the previous four months. Can you bring us through the November details and the key findings in the report, please? Yeah, uh, as you say, John, <clears throat> the index moved into contraction territory below 50. Now, that's not really a surprise. I mean, there's two things I would say. Uh, when you look at the elsewhere, the manufacturing sector has been in contraction for quite some time in the US, the UK, and the Eurozone. And I would say, in Ireland's case, this is co- this has been coming for a number of months now because new orders have been in decline since June. So they've fallen for six straight months. And at some stage, <clears throat> that was going to translate into a decline in overall activity in the sector. And that's what we saw in um, in November. Uh, I suppose up to now, to some extent, the manufacturing sector was being sustained by working through backlogs of orders, not unfulfilled orders. And they've been at high levels. So they've been worked through in recent months. Uh, and as a result, as new orders continue to decline and those backlogs were worked through, uh, what we've seen is a fall in the index uh, into negative territory. Uh, overall, it's, it's a weak enough report. Um, it's no surprise, but output fell quite sharply in the month. Uh, finished stocks were up, rose, and then firms cut employment levels for the first time in over two years. So we are, I suppose, moving to line. I mean, the index in Ireland is 48.7. If you look at other economies, the flash indices are 47.6. 45.7, 46.2 in the US, Eurozone and UK, and have been there for quite some time, uh, lower than Irish levels. So uh, we are beginning to feel the impact of the global downturn in manufacturing activity that's been in place over the second half of the year. Now, that is resulting in some easing supply chain pressures. Um, you know, less than one fifth of firms reported lower delivery times. Uh, in November, so that's well down from the levels we were saying earlier on the years, uh, in the year. And but inflation pressures are still strong, um, but easing. Uh, and it was interesting that both input and output price inflation eased to the lowest levels in twenty or twenty one months. Um, now it's still elevated, but it, it looks to have peaked, which again is not surprising when you see um, a fall off in orders over the last six over the last six months, weakening activity generally. Um, Confidence about the outlook is in decline as well. I mean, for, for manufacturers, it's not great to see six months of weakening uh, order books, uh, a weak global backdrop. So it's likely, I would say, that the manufacturing sector will remain in contraction territory in the coming months, you know, given the talk of a recession in the UK, weakened activity in the Eurozone, uh, and we're very much, you know, depend on export markets. So what we've seen globally really has caught up was eventually in November in terms of the downturn of the manufacturing sector. And Oliver, in relation to the supply chains you mentioned there, do you see does can you see from the data if that has been a real improvement in the supply um, system? Has it unclogged? Has it shifted a bit 
And does the current uh, media reports of slowdown hitting in China going to have any impact on that? Yeah, I think at a higher level, first of all, uh, what we're seeing has been an improvement in supply chains and also weakening demand. So you can see, for example, right in stock levels is a very good example in terms of the detail of the data. So there's a real improvement here in terms of the uh, uh, pressures easing in terms of supply chains. Now, you referenced China and there's a lot of uncertainty about where they'll go in terms of their future policy in regard to COVID, if there's lockdowns. Obviously, we've heard, again, we're seeing very high numbers of COVID cases in China. If there was a marked and broad-based lockdown in that economy, again, that would disrupt supply chains once more. So, um, but again, I, I point you to commodity prices, which have fallen a fair bit over the last number of months. Um, again, you know, weakening demand will help solve some of the pressures about supply chains. Uh, and uh, an underlying improvement on the supply side of the economy as well is going on. And we move across to the services sector, Ali. The AIB Irish Services PMI for November showed a loss of momentum and activity in the sector. The business activity index fell to 50.8 from 53.2 in October. I suppose, what is the outlook for the sector? What do you make of the performance, in particular the transport, tourism and leisure sector, and where do you think it goes from here? Yeah, that's it's it's much less clear on the services side than the on the manufacturing side, and, and the services is a broad range of services within the economy. So there's many sectors within that. Overall, this is a weak report. There's no doubt about that. The activity index has fallen to fifty point eight, just above the fifty level from fifty three point two. It has been declining over the last six or seven months, which is not that much of a surprise. It had been at very very high levels. Uh, you mentioned the transport, tourism, and leisure sector. That is dragging down the performance of the overall uh, services sector because the index there, it's at 50.8 on average, but the index for uh, the transport tourism leisure sector, you know, fell to 40.2. That's deep into uh, contraction territory. So other sectors are performing much better than that. Uh, I suppose one thing that would worry me is been a sh- was a sharp fall in new business activity in the month. Now, that has been performing quite well, unlike in the... Unlike in the um, manufacturing side where new orders have been declined for six months that has not been the case in services but this certainly was a weak element of the survey in november again i would say though you know the index overall index fell from 55.7 to 50.6 for new orders or new business but um within the transport tourism and leisure sector that fell um pretty sharply and indeed in regard to export orders it fell to 40.6 so you asked me about the, the transport tourism and leisure sector there seems to be a fall off in um overseas business there. Uh, now that may well be related to things like the UK is an important market. We know that the economy has got into recession. Uh, obviously inflation is eroding uh, household incomes, higher costs in terms of traveling and for the hotel sector as well. So there definitely is weakness and pronounced weakness in that sector. Uh, overall though I'd say you know it's not as weak a report as on the manufacturing side. Employing for example posted another very impressive rise in the month um, which is heartening. And I say all the sectors are doing reasonably well, so that there's been particular weakness in the transport, tourism, and leisure sector. Confidence about the outlook for the twelve months is 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 weakening. I mean, there's a renewed fall in that element of the index, uh, and in this sector, uh, there, there's some sign of deceleration inflationary pressures in the manufacturing side in terms of the indices falling to or price pressures falling to twenty twenty one but lows. That's not the case yet in services. Um, you know, input costs continue to rise at you know a sharp rate. 
and that's been passed on in terms of higher prices to customers you know, it may reflect the fact that the service sector activity is strong on the manufacturing side um, so I think in terms of the outlook for the sector um, you know obviously close focus needs to be kept on the transport tourism and leisure sector that's that's the weakest of, of, the, of the sectors I think um, what I'll be focusing on the next number of months is the trend in new business does that hold up do we see some recovery from the fall we've seen in November if that new business picks up from those sort of levels and particularly in transport and tourism and leisure well then you know the sector could, should continue to expand over the winter months but this certainly is um, <clears throat> a weaker report than we would expect it now again I would say when we look at the global backdrop you know the Irish readings remain relatively strong we're at 50.8 in expansion charity if you look at the flash service PMI readings for uh, the US the UK and the eurozone they're all at you know, they're 46.1 48.8 and 48.6 so they're in uh, contraction territory. So the Irish economy, so the service side of the economy is continuing to outperform. Um, but again, we're seeing, a, we're seeing a global weakening in terms of services activity, and that is becoming apparent in Ireland. But I think given the level of foreign direct investment here in particular, uh, there's a good chance that the Irish services sector will continue to hold up better than elsewhere. And Ali, one last question for you. What do the PMIs collectively tell us about the state of the Irish economy right now? And when you look into 2023, what do you think is coming? I think what they show is that the economy has lost, you know, significant momentum uh, over the closing couple of months of the year. Uh, but labour markets don't remain tight, as we can see in terms of strong growth in employment in the services sector. I think we've already, you know, forecasts are that the Irish economy will see a marked deceleration in the pace of economic activity next year. Uh, growth will remain, should remain positive, but nothing like we enjoyed in 2021 and 2022. So the forecasts are that the economy um, you know, is likely to grow by around 10% this year. The domestic sector could grow by around 7 7.5%. Turn to next year, you know, growth could be of the order of 4% in terms of GDP. And the domestic economy, you know, growth could slow to as much as 1% to 1.5%. So it does, it is consistent uh, with expectations that there will be a marked deceleration in the pace of economic activity next year in the Irish economy. Now, having said that, I mean, the economy has been hitting capacity constraints. And what I mean by that is, you know, the strong growth uh, in the economy over the last couple of years is manifesting itself now in terms of difficulty in terms of the economy continuing to grow at that pace. So we can, short labour is a very, very good example. Uh, you know, the employment rate's down below 4.5% at 20-year lows. We have a shortage of housing. Um, we have pressures on the electricity grid. We have problems around infrastructure and planning. So in any event, you know, it seems that the economy had reached the limits of its ability to continue to grow strongly. Now we're facing a, a, you know, a period of much weaker global growth. So it may give us a chance to pause for breath here and tackle some of those emerging capacity constraints uh, in the economy, particularly around the housing market, and I would say the energy electricity sector as well, because you know cyclical downturns come and go, the economy, the global economy will pick up again, if not in 2023, in 2024, 2025. The key thing for Ireland is to make sure that we're in a position to take advantage of that upswing in activity when it does come. Ollie, as always, thank you for your time. And thank you to our customers and listeners for joining us today. Stay close to our, all our latest podcasts by pressing the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you and good luck. 
Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.